0: Rise on time! <sighs> it's butt-whipping time. It's time for the morning blitz with Ross Volkmer. That Broadcast School has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up. Listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show, discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Damn time! simulcasting on am 730 fox sports tri-state streaming online at nwksradio.net and the rocking m app
1: they are everywhere
0: the blitz is presented by the insurance agency the farmer state bank in oakley the cowboy corner express and equity bank of hoxie quinter and grinnell stop what you're doing and listen First down, the handoff goes to Tootin, starts to his left. Cuts back to his right,
1: explodes up the middle, and he scores! Touchdown, Tech! Dejal Tootin started left, then he cut back on a dime to his right, racing through the two-lane defense for a touchdown.
0: Beanie Bishop angles toward it, makes the catch, starts upfield to sideline, to the 35, to the 40, he's over the 40, gets a block, 45, there goes Beanie! The first-team All-American is going to take it to the high! for a Mountaineer touchdown. Moss on the play fake. Sprints out, goes deep. He's got his man. Cut. Touchdown, S.A. Deuce Robinson. That's six touchdown passes
1: for this young man, Miller Moss. Fade, front pylon. And grabbed by Owens for another Oklahoma
0: State touchdown.
1: A few highlights from yesterday in bowl season. Good Thursday morning. It's the Morning Blitz. Glad you're with us on 1025 U Rock, AM 730 Fox Sports Dry State, of course, also online. Available at nbksradio.net, the Rocking M app. Good Thursday morning, December the 28th. A cold 21 degrees outside on our way to a high just above freezing of 33. Although I do have to say yesterday was a cold day. Yesterday, Christian... But at least around here, it was kind of weird by the time the day started because I had to go out and move snow again. So moved snow, got all that done, <laughs> and then watching the snow pile up on the on the lawn. But then by the end of the day, you started seeing the tips of the grass poke through already. So it's I, I, <clears throat> like people have said around here, we've gotten around four to five inches. Maybe that's true. And the National Weather Service says that. So I'm guessing, you know, they're right. What do I know? I'm not that type of person. But. I guess I would sit there and say, did we really get four to five inches? Because I feel like we got maybe two to three with a lot of wind, which caused it to pile up in some spots, like right in front of my driveway, uh, which is where uh, it was probably the deepest. Like right in front of my driveway where my vehicles get out, I'd say it was at least a foot deep because of a drift. And that took a little while. That's little. That took a little back-breaking work. A little bit of extra work there with the shovel to get that out of there, but uh, we're here and we are moving along on a Thursday. How are things up in the great north of America?
0: It is uh, forty. Well, it is set to be forty-two degrees and rainy today. So Ooh, rainy. Just, just wonderful. Yeah, you you get through Christmas and you're looking ahead to New Year's and you're thinking, what do I want right now? Is not warm enough to. Um, you know, to be worth anything, nowhere near wearing shorts, but not cold enough to have snow. And then, let's make everything wet and rainy <laughs> on top of the cloudy and the cold. Welcome to Michigan. Actually, that's not even really welcome to Michigan. This is usually our weather early springtime. We're we're used to some snow right about now, but... Um, Obviously, we're not getting that or anything near as nice.
1: I'm intrigued what the rain does to the snow. I'm guessing doing a little bit of melting possibly, but uh, we will see. Uh, we got a full show today ahead here on the morning blitz. We will get a bull update on the bull pick 'em from yesterday where we both went two and two. <laughs> uh, we will make picks for the rest of the bull season because we will not have a show uh, until we get back and the rest of the bull games will all be done. So we'll be picking a total of, golly, what is it? Four times three, that's 12 plus five, 17 bull games at the end of the show. We're making 17 picks and. Christian will be in charge of tracking those as he loves to do. Uh we will dive yeah, into the, the numbers Pop-Tart. are not looking great. No, I bet they're not pretty whatsoever. Uh K-State no. is in the Pop-Tarts Bowl tonight. I should say really this afternoon. It's a 4:45 Central, 3:45 Mountain time kickoff weird start time. Uh but that's when K-State and NC State, NC State will play in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. We'll get our thoughts on that coming up in our second segment, but uh I wanted to start off the show discussing the news that dropped pretty much yesterday, mid-morning it seemed like, and that was the news that uh, the Denver Broncos sound like they're going to be parting ways with Russell Wilson here at the end of the season as they announced that he will not be playing or hopefully not be playing unless he has to uh, come into the game and replace (laughs) the starter, Jared Stidham, but he's not going to be playing the rest of this season. The Broncos are trying to increase their financial flexibility in the off season by making sure that Wilson is not hurt, because if he is hurt and cannot complete a physical by early March of 2024, then Wilson will be guaranteed $37 million. And uh, it's it's amazing that all this money—the thing that stood out to me the most about this whole ordeal, Christian, is that Russell Wilson in 2022 signed a $242.6 million extension. A $242.6 million extension— did you know that none of that money has even come to him yet? He ha- it has not even come to him didn't. yet. So it's amazing to me he's he's still on the Seahawks contract pretty much right now. Um the one that he signed sure. in Seattle, the Denver one that he signed, he hasn't even he's not even on yet and now we're talking about the Broncos getting rid of him here in the upcoming offseason, which to me is crazy but that's business. I I was kind of stunned to read this news, and I actually had to do some uh, quite a bit more reading than I usually do on some of the stuff to kind of understand the thought process behind it. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the news yeah. when you saw that Russell Wilson uh, for the Denver Broncos will not be more than likely coming back next season wearing a, wearing that orange and blue.
0: Yeah, I I think that my... The motion was probably pretty close to what most Denver fans were, which was surprise. And, you know, he's played pretty well for you this year, especially down the stretch. They had that awful start to the year outside of that. He's outplayed some of the biggest names in the league this year. And you kind of wonder how much is Denver looking to blow it up? I know that's a you know a big word and a heavy word or phrase I guess to use at this point, but I think once we get over this uh, surprise and kind of jolt of all right, you you want to be more flexible money wise. I think it's thirty seven million uh, that would be due to him if he doesn't pass that physical and then uh, actually is at all still on the roster. In I, I want to say it's like. A certain day in march i think it's like the fifth or sixth day in march that he can no longer be on the roster so they're gonna cut him on like the fourth day of march uh and then not have to owe him that money uh is why they're waiting once you get over the shock of that it's almost a where do you go from here for denver because you just got sean payton in there and uh you seemed to have found a quarterback that was working for you with the way the defense was playing. And it's not like you you get rid of him and you go find some other aging quarterback to to bridge with your roster. It's not like that suddenly fixes your run game. It's not like that makes your red zone offense immaculate and stops him from getting sacked all the time. I mean, the the issues that the... Broncos offense had with him I think only get worse without him I think the thing
1: that stands out to me is that you cut him you're going to just say well here's a we're going to just have 85 million dollars combined of dead money (laughs) sitting on your payroll Mm -hmm. that you're not that you can't Mm -hmm. that you have to pay him no matter what now once again the Walter Penner ownership group has money for days so you know that's probably like 85 dollars to them um (laughs) But at the same time, that's a lot of money that you're sitting there not playing a quarterback, like you oh, yeah. said, who has been good. And and I don't know, maybe it's because Russell's been a little bit more less gunslinger and more precise, uh, a little bit more tamped down this year because he has cut down on the interceptions. He has <clears throat> up the touchdowns. He has looked better underneath the tutelage of Sean Payton. Uh, But the Broncos are 16th in the league in scoring at just about 22 points per game, 20th on third down. They are 31st in goal-to-go situations. They're terrible in the red zone. And they're 25th overall in passing, just over 187.5 yards per game. Here's the thing that I don't get. Russell Wilson, this would be his third different offensive coordinator in three years. Well, how do you expect a guy to come in there and have the type of success that you're looking for in the very first year? I thought he, I mean, once again, I guess I must be an idiot, and that's fine. I probably am. But I don't understand this. How in the world is a guy who actually does look better because of the coaching of Sean Payton, do you not think if we bring him back next year, he will be better? And if we put some more pieces around him, they could be better. Why could they not do that? Like you said, their running game has really not been that great this year, and that's something that Denver, bad. It's been that, bad. That, that Denver needs, and honestly, Russell Wilson needs. Russell Wilson needs a decent running game to help set up the play-action pass where he is actually at his best. So I don't, I admit, I don't quite get this move because it's just, you, you, and he hasn't even started his Denver Broncos contract yet. He hasn't even started it yet. So you're willing to just cut sh- cut bait with this guy and get out of this and move on down the road. Fine, so be it. But I don't know who—what I mean, is Sean—because you know Sean Payton's got a heavy hand in this. I would assume so, right? Oh, of course. I mean, Sean Payton's got to be That's saying— That's my thought. I mean, this guy, this guy can't—he can't play for us. Uh, he can't play for me. He doesn't have the right tools. And does Sean Payton think that Drew Brees—that you're going to be able to play the type of offense that you had with Drew Brees in a dome— in New Orleans, you're able to do that in the elements and the weather of Mile High in Denver. Do you think you're able to do that? No, you probably need to run the ball a little bit more effectively. You need to be better on the ground, then set up those passing plays like the the plan supposedly was a few years ago with Russell Wilson, but that has not come to fruition. Obviously, I it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because I just thought he looked better this past year. Wasn't great. But he looked better. But I'm going to give a guy a benefit out because it's the first year being in a new system. Give him another year in the system. He might figure this out. Um, but instead, you'd rather pay him $85 million, play a backup in Jared Stidham, who we who knows what the heck he'll have to play for. He'll he'll be for a couple games. He started some for the Raiders, played some there. He's been a little bit of a journeyman backup. But what's the okay? So two questions. First of all, what's the next step for Denver? Are you drafting a quarterback at where you sit right now in 13th? Maybe you move up if you lose a couple more games here, uh, but you're going to sit around 13th. Are you going to find a quarterback that you really love out of this draft class that you're going to put in this spot? Are you going to go and try and get Kirk Cousins? Are you going to go try and get some other uh, really some other type of quarterback that's out there waiting around in the wings to, to chum and fill the spot? What, what are you doing if you're Sean Payton, the Walter Penter Group, the Broncos, when it comes to finding somebody else to fill this spot that you're going to apparently just let go in Russell Wilson who I would consider still to be would you consider him a top 10 quarterback in the league? Top 10?
0: No, absolutely not. Top 15? No, but absolute yes. A, so, he's a a top, so he's a top So he's a top half sure. quarterback.
1: Top half of the league quarterback. Mm-hmm. For a guy that you have no idea what he might be in question marks and a rookie or more than likely a bottom half guy cuz the top half guys aren't giving up their guys more than likely unless you get Kirk Cousins which maybe.
0: Look Look, all right, that, that would be, I think, the dream, and we are well aware of how much money they're willing to spend. Who knows? Maybe Kirko comes there to play. Uh, that That's a big question mark, especially with the injury, and I'm sure he'll have plenty of suitors the way that he played, Kirk Cousins I'm talking about, in the games that he did this season. However, I think the Broncos put themselves in a difficult position here. You have uh one of the most it's the fourth most sacked quarterback in the league and he's won from being top three and your top three are not you know players that you want to be next to which is sam howell bryce young and zach wilson you you get hit all the time as a veteran quarterback and one of the best at pocket awareness and especially when he came on this year that was the biggest thing was he scrambled Looking downfield, he scrambled to pass, and he got away from rushers pretty well. And you still have him as as the fourth most sacked quarterback in the league. We've talked about the woes of this offense, and they're not due to Russell Wilson. Who can you bring in? Kirko's at the top of the list, but you have to look around the league and say that this, more than any other year in the NFL, has been a whopping question mark under center you have so many injuries, you have so many top guys that are simply not playing up to snuff. And you can even take, uh, and this is a a tough comparison, I know, for a lot of our listening audience, Uh, but down the stretch of the season, he's outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Plain and simple, the numbers over the last 8 to 10 games, the numbers are better. You can even say, and I'm I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna play some cleanup here, which is that Patrick Mahomes uh, has for the large part it's been out of his control. It's been due to a lot of uh, things, mostly lack of receivers uh, that aren't up to him. But Russell Wilson is is playing good football. Who I think that is the biggest question mark with all of this is where, where do you expect to find someone better? Who do you expect to pull from? It's not like you're gonna give up any more draft capital to go trade for someone. They don't have any draft capital. Seconds? They got rid of That's it all. That's what I'm saying. It's gone. Was it what? Two firsts and two seconds they gave up for yeah. him? I think that sounds I mean, right.
1: You, no one is going uh, to take on that no. contract. No one's going to take on that contract, and you have no draft capital. You are in, you know, you're in whatever franchise AG double hockey sticks. You're in a bad spot right now with this deal. You have a quarter, but... That's the thing that I understand. I mean, and once again, maybe because I am, ju- I have not caught up to today's sports, which has pretty much changed in the last three years. Where it just doesn't matter. Money is like paper. It's like Monopoly money. Just throw it around. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll eat the eighty-five million. We'll we'll eat the whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll pay someone else to come in. It's just nuts to me to see this all go down. I, I, it really is, and I. I Whatever you got to do, what you got to do if you're the Denver Broncos, Uh, if you got to move forward with Jared Stidham, who apparently, according to Sean Payton, thinks that he has starting potential. Okay, whatever. I, 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 whatever. I'm not there. I'm not there in practice every single day. I think
0: you're saving face there.
1: But I. So what do you think they do? They go out and draft a quarterback, or do they go find a free agent that's probably not going to be as good as Russell Wilson? at least in the pecking order of quarterbacks.
0: I hate to sit on the fence here, but I really don't know. When I said Mm. I don't know, I mean there genuinely isn't a good answer. I think the draft is probably where you go with the depth of quality at quarterback in this draft in particular. But remember that you're one bad loss. You're, you know, a field goal on the Patriots away from, especially with, I think your last two games are the Chargers and the Raiders, if I'm correct. You make the playoffs if you win yesterday. Realistically, assuming that you win out and you can beat two very um, bad teams uh, left on your schedule, that granted the Raiders are, are surging right now, but remember how close you were to making the playoffs, and not only does that make this all the more difficult to watch Wilson, you know, be forced to walk away here, but it also makes sure that you don't have all that great of a draft pick. I don't have a board pulled up in front of me, and the last two games are going to change a lot, especially because of how tight the middle of the NFC and the AFC are. But you're going to get, like, what? 12th pick? 13th pick? It's not like you're up there looking at a, a you know a Drake May or a a, a Caleb uh got him blanking on his name Williams um, Williams Caleb Williams thank you yeah the uh, Miller Moss the way he's
1: uh, <laughs> more on that he's... later that was the uh, more on that yeah. later that was nuts
0: crazy um but you're not you're not competing for a high level quarterback in this draft and what are you going to do go get like a Derek Carr or someone like come on this is where where do you go under center? There there are so many quarterbacks that have watched, uh, been injured this year that have watched their backups survive and get them through. And do you go grab like a Gardner Minshew who's proving himself to be a, a starting caliber quarterback? Derek Carr is an awful decision. Um, the way he's playing right now to go look at him. Uh, Baker Mayfield apparently is going to go back to Tampa. Uh, but he'll be a free agent. That's probably your best case scenario. I just don't think there's a good, solid answer at quarterback, and I think that's where, on the one hand, I think it's an objectively bad decision you get rid of Russell Wilson. On the other hand, I think it's an objectively difficult decision to find a new quarterback, and I think those two sides of the coin put together have you in a very tough spot.
1: Our text line is open, 899 2222. Michael texting in here. I know he's a Broncos fan. Says Russ was okay, but if you look at replays, he scrambled too early, missed open receivers, fumbled too much. As I know the offensive line is is not so good, but Russell was never the answer. George Payton should be the one general manager uh, getting all this attention. If you didn't sign him to all that money before his contract with the Seahawks was done, he should be getting let go. Saying George Payton should be getting let go on about Russ. I look, Michael, I get it. And there's people who follow the Broncos a lot closer than I do. I, I just I just am like, is there with all that extra money out there, is it really now the time to cut bait? Is this the time to really get out of the deal? Don't you think if you give him one more year he might have a little bit more success, possibly? Or apparently him and Sean Payton are just absolutely clashing heads in the locker room. They must be that too. That could be an issue that nobody sees. They don't get along, all that stuff. So Maybe that's where they got to go going forward. I don't know. It's amazing to me. You got one more thought on that real quickly?
0: Yeah, Michael, I'll, I'll be honest with you. On, There's two things I got for you. One is that you're absolutely right. He's not the long-term answer. He's not the guy. Uh, just because there aren't other solutions at quarterback and because he's been playing well as of late doesn't make him – this incredible quarterback like I said he's not top 10 in the league and I think no matter where he goes I'm not really sure that will change but you also have to consider there there aren't good answers at quarterback right now there just aren't and I you also have to consider the context that this is in which is if they find a way to squeak by the Patriots and win an ugly game a couple of days ago we sing a very different tune we sing a very different tune. There are floundering division leaders at the top of the AFC. They could realistically go on the road if they had won a couple of days ago and win a home playoff game over an awful Jaguars team, over a struggling Chiefs team. I think we're very we're on a needle point here, where this could have ended very differently. I don't think that just because they lost that game and now he's walking away, we have to look on him like he's had this awful season.
1: Uh, one more on the text line from listener Greg. He's talking, he said, what about uh, Bo Nix or the Washington quarterback known as Michael Penix? Look, those are great quarterbacks, Greg. They really are. And they could be possibilities, but why don't you bring in a quarterback with that 13th pick, whatever it may be, if you find a guy that you like at the 13th or in the second round, bring him in and let him sit for a season behind Russell Wilson. Let Ru- I would say you want to give Russ just another, se- if it was me, I'd be like, we're going to give Russell one more season. This was the first year that he, underneath Sean Payton, mm-hmm. he needs some time to learn Underneath him. We're going to give you another season. Now, Russell, we are going to draft another quarterback, letting you know, and yes, that'll cause ray- waves and ripples, whatever. But go ahead and do that. Bring in a recce quarterback. Sit in behind Russell for a little bit. Let Russell eat up some of that deal. And then cut him when it's not such a humongous deal to do. That's, I guess that's my opinion on the whole ordeal. Do go If you're going to do that way, go that way. Don't just cut Russell Wilson. Draft a quarterback. Bring in Jared Stidham. Be a place like Michael said in, his, in another text here that you know, because Denver's been a place for quarterbacks that come to die when they've been drafted ever since John Elway. No one's <laughs> yeah, ever been true. good. So uh, it's I I just I think that it's too early and you're making a decision a little bit too quickly on this and. I think you just need to have a little bit more patience, even though I know patience is thin and everybody wants to win now. I get all that, but like you said, Christian, they're not far. Away. They weren't that far away this year from being in the division race. Um, you know, if they find a way to win a game or they win another game, they're going to finish right around 500, uh, which mm-hmm. they already kind of are in that spot right now, I guess. So I, I don't know. It's I'm just confused because you're gonna you have a guy who. I understand it's going, he's, going to, he's starting a brand new contract, and you—he's—he's he's going to be on a brand new contract, and you never—he got a stab during that contract, and he wasn't injured. He's healthy. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six touchdowns to eight picks. There's a lot worse quarterbacking out there. Patrick Mahomes has more interceptions, almost twice as many as what Russell Wilson had this year. Give the guy some time to work. So it mu- there must be something going on in the locker room with Sean Payton that they that he does not like and Sean would rather lose with someone he likes than win with someone that he doesn't get along with. I I don't know. It's we got to move on from this topic. What, I what what do you think real quickly though in in 60 seconds what does Russ do? Where does he go? Because his career's not done. <laughs> he's got money and I That's still true. I still feel like he's got some wear on the tires. I still or he's still got some stuff on the tires there.
0: I I completely agree. Real quickly, A uh, you said he's thrown almost half. That's true. Uh, as many picks as Mahomes. He's also thrown the same number of touchdowns. I was serious when I said that down the stretch of this season. He's played better. Uh, but Washington, the way they've played lately, may be in need of a quarterback. Sam Howell, I am high on but it's clear that the organization is not they've benched him multiple times over the past week. He's he's going to be benched. Jacoby I I, I, love, I, starting love, over I like I like Sam
1: Howell a lot. I like so Sam I. Howell a lot. So to me that's a, it's a chuckle at Washington.
0: <laughs> my my two my two though and, and the I'm I'm starting with Washington because the betting odds because of course there's a bet for everything these days has Washington as the highest but right behind him are my two tops, which are the Falcons and the Patriots. Both have huge question marks at quarterback, and you know that if by some stretch Belichick does stay, he'd want a veteran quarterback that can show he's willing to run the old-school pro-style offense like Wilson. So Patriots are probably top of the list, Falcons right there as well. And, and of course, the Vikings if they move on from Kirko. Mm.
1: Which, honestly, might be better for, for Russell in the long run. We'll see. A um, couple more texts to get to. Ben listening in. If they don't cut him after this year, his guarantee money goes way up for the next three <laughs> years, so cutting him this it's year true. will save him more money in the long run. That's true, Ben. And then Michael says uh, they wanted to restructure his contract two months ago. He refused. That's why this is all going on. Look, I get that. But guess what? That's not Russ's fault. That's not really Sean Payton's fault. Like you said before, Michael, that's George Payton's fault because... He said, you know what? We're, we're going to sign this quarterback because he's going to be good. And the thing is, I don't think Russell Wilson has been bad. That's what I don't get. He's actually been pretty good. Why do you think the grass is greener on the other side? I don't get that. That's what I don't get. It's not like he's out there with just 10 touchdown passes and 20 interceptions. That would be understandable. But he's 26 and 8. 26, point, 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, over three thousand yards. Yes, I know he's missed wide receivers. That's what happens when you're in the first year of a new system. You're learning. It's hard. That's what I don't get. That's what I do not understand. I, I, the grass may not. The grass could be green on the side, but there's a good chance that it's not. And just be prepared for that. All right, we have to get to a break. We're way past two, as usual, on the first segment. We'll take a timeout. When we come back. We're going to talk a little Kansas State football. They play in the fabulous pop tarts bowl tonight, today in orlando we'll get to that next here on a thursday morning edition of the morning blitz